We flew in from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. You flew in? Yeah. When you came in the car, there was no room for me, so I had to fly along the side. Oh, sure, sure, of course. Okay, anyways, because we're a little late, so we just want to get started right away. So, first of all, we'd like to welcome our Oilem to jradio.com. You can also listen to us on the telephone line at 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. You can also listen to us live on 718 718- Five zero six nine zero nine nine. Yes, indeed. Okay. And if you would like to, uh, you know, send uh, donations to help uh, J Root uh, continue its functions, so then please send your kind donations to J Root Radio twenty eight twenty nine Nostrand Avenue, uh, Brooklyn, New York one one two two nine. That address again is twenty eight twenty nine Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York one one two two nine. And if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling, especially in the summertime, for bungalow colonies or even day camps, uh, time is now because, you know, i got to stop putting my schedule together too, so don't wait till the last minute before it's too late. Okay, and if you're interested in storytelling on any other occasion, so then, of course, the number to call is 718-375-1294. How come you're not letting me do it? Because I'm in a rush now. I have to get started with the story. I came a little late. Don't you understand that? I do understand it, but why? Sit down and relax. Okay, anyways, I'd also like to tell you, if you're interested in any kind of artwork, portraits, paintings, or even kasubos and things like that, you can also call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294. If you're interested in karate lessons, uh, martial arts lessons, chikung exercises, energy exercises, which is what chikung is, and if or you're interested in art lessons or something of that nature, then the number to call is 718-375-1294. And if you're interested in ordering any of Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, which now number over 40-some-odd CDs, so then number to call is 718-375-1294. Okay, and I'd like to tell everybody that my son, my Mayor Erbs' new CD called The Great Plan is out in local stores also. And now I would like to tell you I'd like to begin a story, but you'll have to pardon me if my voice sounds a little bit hoarse. <laughs> you brought a horse with you? Uh, uh, yes, I have no time for this now, I told you. Uh, that's because Baruch Hashem over Pesach, I perform quite a lot, and uh, but J. Root to me is very, very important, and uh, uh, telling you the lessons that, that, uh, that I hear from people that they pick up, even if my voice is a little bit shot, it still pays me to come out here. And especially when this particular story called the expensive tapestry, for those who don't know what a tapestry is, it's like a carpet, but you don't put it on the floor. Usually you hang it on walls. It's, it's like a material type of picture, you know, like some people call needle points, but in those days it was weaved and fancy designs and things like that. So the name of the story today is called The Expensive Tapestry. And this particular story was suggested by Tova R. She obviously does not want her last name known. And believe it or not, this is what makes me feel proud. She listens on the telephone in Lakewood, New Jersey. And she suggested this particular story. And for those who requested the uh, Shraga Ben Shraga story, sorry, I cannot tell it to you on, the, uh, on, the, uh, on our uh, J-Root radio line because 
I'm in the middle of doing that as a comic series for the Flappish Jewish Journal. So therefore, uh, the next time I will tell it is when the story is finished in the Flappish Jewish Journal. Any other requests I would enjoy to, uh, to listen to? And if there's any story suggestion, why not? Okay, so now without further ado, I am going to begin today's story. Okay, here we go. Do I have any part in the story? Yes, you do. What's my part in the story? Your part is to sit quiet. What? That's right. That's exactly what I said. You are going to sit quiet. Oh, uh, why? Because I said so, and right now we're a little late. And I want to begin right now. Right now? Right now. Right now? Right now. Like, like in now, now? Like in now, now, yes. Can I? Okay, go ahead. Okay, this story goes back quite a long time ago. Very interesting story. Quite so indeed. This is a very, very interesting story. And I would like to share it with you. And it still, you know, it doesn't sound like it has to do with Pesach, but... It does, at the end. Okay, so here we go. There once was a sultan, but the lady or the girl that sent in the story did not give me the name of the sultan. Only she said he was a sultan and his palace was in Constantinople, Turkey. And the story happened over 200 some odd years ago. This sultan had a nice mommy who had a wonderful idea and she said one day, Oh, me, oh, my. As I get older in my old age, I think this a great idea that um, you should learn to keep your hands occupied, even though you are the new sultan. But, you know, as a sultan, there are things that can happen that makes you grow fat and heavy, so you must do things to occupy yourself. And I would suggest that you learn tapestry, how to weave tapestry. Mother, you're saying that I should learn how to weave tapestry? <laughs> I am a sultan. Why should I be doing something like that? Because it's unique, it's artistic, and this is something that I know, and I can teach it to you. All right, mother, if you want to teach it to me, I will be more than happy to learn it. Okay, please, by all means, please teach it to me. And so, of course, the mother taught him how to weave. It was just unbelievable. Imagine, how many sultans do you know that know how to weave tapestries? Nice and colorful, with all these different materials. I mean, it's really, really nice stuff. I'm telling you. And when I say nice stuff, I really mean nice stuff. So anyways, he was learning to do this. And then as he got really good at it, he stopped for a while. And then he said, You know, I am the sultan. But as the sultan, there are things that bother me very much. Hmm. You know, I wonder what my people think about me. It is very important to know what my people think about me. Uh, you know, but how can I find out? Oh, uh, you know what? It's not just that I want to find out what they think about me. That's not as important as I would like to see what life is like not being the sultan. <laughs> that would be a very good idea. 
So uh, I think I'm going to go over and disguise myself and go out. And so the sultan did that. Every now and then, the sultan would disguise himself as a peasant, as a simple, simple peasant, a simple person from the kingdom, and he would walk the streets, take walks in the forest, and he would do this every now and then. And this is what he would do. He would do this every now and then, and sometimes then and now. But anyways, this sultan was a very smart person. Don't think for a moment that he was foolish. No, no, no. He was a very smart sultan. Indeed he was. And not only was he smart, but in his particular time period, he happened to be very nice to the Jews. And strange it may seem. Yeah, I know what you're all going to think. Well, if the sultan is nice to the Jews, so he must have a grand vizier, who the second in command, who also hates the Jews. Because if he likes the Jews, then he has to hate them. Well, guess what? This grand vizier was also very nice. And the sultan's wife, which was called the sultana by their titles that they call them, um, she was also very nice to Jews. It was a very interesting time that even though there were Muslim people that lived in Constantinople, but the Jewish people and the Muslims got along very well at that time period. Strange as it may seem, but that's what happened. In the meantime existing around there. Well, I won't jump to that part. That's skipping in the story. So let me continue uh, where I should be up to. One day, the sultan decided, Oh, you know, today when I will walk around, I will walk around very, very carefully. And what I will do is when I walk around very, very, very carefully, I will uh, go a little further. And I will explore what I never saw before. <laughs> it is so beautiful. I love to walk the streets, listen to people talk, listen to the birds chirping, listen to people doing this and that, and walking around and seeing how my country looks without everybody going, salami, bologna, pastrami sandwich, pickles on the side, onions and garlic. Oh, Sultan, Your Honor, Your Highness, Your Humbleness. Oh, I, I get tired of this sometimes. I like to see... What it is like to live like a regular person. So I will tell my wife that I'm going out for a little while. Here, my dear wife. Yes, what is it that you want from me? Uh, my dear wife, uh, Sultana, I am going to go out for a while. And I'm going... I know what you are going to do. You are going to go in disguise and you are going to disguise yourself as a simple peasant, right? But you will be back soon, right? Oh, yes, don't worry. I always come back safely and I intend to do so now too. Goodbye. I see you. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I see you later. Hey, all the best. Make sure you take enough food for you on the way. Don't worry. I'm not hungry. I had a royal breakfast. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, let me go to my wardrobe. la ta 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 la ta 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 Now let me mush up my beard a little bit. Okay, that's good. And let me take this crown off, this sultan thing over here. This hair, put this on here. Oh, now I look like peasant again. <laughs> well, you know what? Take my mustache and curl it the other way. Oh, no, I look so much better. <laughs> this is good for me. Yes, yes. Okay. Now, uh, hey, maybe I should blow my nose in between. Uh, 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 oh, 
<laughs> okay, now I look like a regular pleasant, 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 a pleasant. Okay, now I go out. And so the Sultan, he snuck out his usual way that he usually sneaks out. And he went out, and he's taking his walk. And he walks to the town in the middle of Constantinople. Oh, what a beautiful marketplace it is here. Oh, it is so nice to see over there. I see to my right, there are people selling things over there. There are people to my left selling things over there. People are selling animals. People are selling materials. Oh, look at that. Some people are even selling tapestries. <laughs> One day, I will sell my tapestries here. <laughs> right now, I only do it for a hobby. Would you know, I haven't been doing my tapestries for a while. What? Well, you know, I'm busy with the government. <laughs> Sultan is a busy job. <laughs> if you want to do it right, okay, no problem. I'm going to continue now. Let's see now. Uh, uh, let me think now. I was at this part of town. Uh, I wonder if there are some farms on the other side over there. I'm going to take a look to see if there are other farms out there. Uh, let me take a look. <laughs> I am going to take a look to see if there are other farms in the other areas. <laughs> oh, getting a little bit tired, but I'm walking a lot. I am walking great, great distance. Now, what is this I see over here? Oh, that's very nice. Oh, look at those lovely flowers. How they grow in the middle of nowhere. Ribbit, 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 ribbit. Oh, look, a little froggy, a land froggy. Oh, another birdie. <laughs> You're not nice. You go away from me. <laughs> steady now, steady now. Go away. You're a bad animal. Don't come next to me. I am the sultan in disguise. Oh, you don't care. <laughs> I have hidden knife over here. Maybe you care? <laughs> you know what? I scare you. I throw the knife at you. And the sultan threw the knife. Of course, he missed the animal, but the animal did get scared and ran away. But little did the sultan realize that not picking up that knife could be a little problem later on. What? He's going to get another animal attacking him? Uh, 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 Yossi, you're sitting there quietly. Oh, oh, yeah, right, right, right. And so what ended up happening was the sultan walked deeper into the forest. Then he realized he was kind of getting tired. <sighs> I think I am getting very, very tired. Maybe it is time now for me to uh, perhaps to uh, go back home. Yes, I think so. Uh, One second. Which way is home? Ini, mini, mini, you know, I was never in this part of the forest. You know, I should perhaps um, try to make markings, but it's too late now. I can't make a marking now. <laughs> what am I going to do? This is terrible. <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, this is terrible problem. Oh, my goodness. What am I going to do? Uh, let's see. Any mini, mini, more. Okay. I think I probably came from this way. And so he started walking. And he walked. And he walked. One minute, I do not recognize this place. Oh, look, there is a little old house over there. Perhaps I can go over there and knock on the door, and they will show me the way. But before he got to the door, suddenly he heard a grumpy voice. What is it that you are doing there? You, stop in your tracks right now, 
or you will not be able to ever walk again. You understand? I am talking to you. You must do what I tell you. <laughs> Excuse me, are you talking to me? Yes, I am talking to you. Now, tell me quickly, what is it that you have on you? Uh, question. Why do you have your face covered like that? It's not cold outside. You should take that off. You don't need a scarf around your face. <laughs> and suddenly two other men came out. Oh, this is gonna be fun. What is it that you want? Oh, we got victim here. Hey, Zuma, look what we got here. <laughs> Kuma, uh, 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 look what we got here. And suddenly Zuma spoke up. What is the matter with you? Are you cuckoo? Are you loco in the Kambango? You lose your marbles? Why are you saying our names? Why do you think we wear masks? We wear the mask to disguise ourselves. What is the matter with you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I forgot that we were supposed to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not supposed to tell them we're the Mar Brothers. <laughs> we're not supposed to tell them that. <laughs> you don't know that. And suddenly the Sultan started thinking, Oh my goodness gracious, this is terrible. I think I run into the bandits, the robbers, the thieves, the murderers. <gasps> oh, Kuma, Zuma, Luma, or is it Kuma, Luma, Zuma, or is it Zuma, Kuma, Luma, whatever it is, it's the... My brothers and my brothers are not very nice. Oh boy, what are they going to do? They're going to probably kill me because I know their name. But maybe I should tell them that I am the sultan. Yes, I could tell them that I am the sultan. And then I will promise them if they let me go, I will promise them a lot of money. They wouldn't have to rob again. But then again, they may not trust me. Because if I tell them that I'm the sultan, maybe they won't believe that I'm the sultan. So what am I going to do? If I tell them I'm the sultan, they don't believe me that I'm the sultan. Then they may kill me anyways. But then again, let's see they do believe me that I'm the sultan. And then I, I, I uh, you know, make a deal with them. They may not trust me because maybe I go back to the palace. Instead of uh, uh, bringing them money, I bring soldiers to kill them or arrest them or put them in dungeon, 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 dungeon. Yeah, that's the word. I put them in dungeon and then, oh, that's not very good. Uh, I better not tell them that I'm the sultan. I... I am talking to you. Are you not listening to what I am telling you? Hey, what is with you? I'm talking to you. Yes, you can hear me. Yes or no? Tell me. What is it that you got on you? Uh, not telling. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kuma, Luma, go search him. Oh, yes, uh, uh, Luma, we're going to search him. Yeah. <laughs> we might pleasure to search him. <laughs> Stop that. Please. I, I don't have any money. What is the matter with you? Well, find out. Now move over. Pick up your hands. All right. Uh, let's check your pockets here. 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 Just whatever you do, don't check my nose, please. I didn't blow my nose yet because you keep me hands. I'm not going to blow your nose. Don't worry. And yeah, I'm he doesn't have anything. Uh, this is not very good. I'm very sorry. I do not have to tell you, but uh, we have no purpose for you. 
And since you know that I am Zumar, and this is Kumar, and this is Lumar, and uh, you know, so uh, I am very sorry because you know who we are. And if we let you go, you will tell the police, or you will tell the sultan, or you'll tell the soldiers, or you'll tell whatever, or you'll tell the, uh, uh, how is that uh, your grandmother, maybe you're gonna tell, or your old, old grandmother, or your grandmother's grandmother's grandmother. So we're not going to let you go. I'm very sorry, but we will have to kill you. No problem, yes, okay. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Kuma, bring me my knife. Yes, of course. <laughs> I gotta bring you the knife. Oh, should I sharpen it? It does not matter. It's only going to hurt him a little bit. We're not just gonna cut off your head. That's all. Not, not a problem. You're gonna cut off my head. What am I gonna do? I gotta think fast. I am not a, a silly sultan. I'm a very brave. I'm a very smart sultan. I must think very quickly. Do you have any last words? You see my brother over there. He's getting very, very um, fidgety. He wants to kill you. <laughs> but it's my privilege. I'll do the killing. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, before you kill me, uh, you know, I could be of use to you if you keep me alive. You don't have to let me go, you know. <laughs> because if I not let go, I, 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 I not can uh, tell anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you trying to talk about? What do you expect me to do with you? Not the problem. You see, uh, what I can do is, uh, uh, how you say, um, uh, uh, um, um, uh, how do I say it? Uh, I know what I do. I could, I could, you could, I could be of service to you. I could help you make money and you won't have to kill me. <laughs> Do you hear that, brothers? <laughs> He's making me less. <laughs> I'm coughing. Now, how can you, simple peasant? Yeah. How can you help us? It's not possible. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is very possible. I, I'm an expert weaver. <laughs> what do you think? that I need to have my uh, pants weaved. My pants is not split. I don't need it weaved. You think I don't need a suit? Eh, I don't need suits. I got whatever I want. I rob, I steal. I know, I heard about you, and you kill. That's right. So, give me a reason I should not kill you. Uh, I just told you, I could be of service. I don't just weave, I weave tapestry. I make beautiful pictures. Uh, not like uh, simple junk. You know that regular tapestry costs maybe 100 dinner, 200 dinner. Maybe very, very good one costs maybe 250. But me, when I make a tapestry, you could get 600 uh, dinners very easily. Yes, and if anybody tries to offer you less than 600, then you know he's not an expert. Any expert who will recognize my work, meaning he sees my work, he will recognize... What do you mean he'll recognize? You will see, recognize this is quality, and great quality requires great money to pay. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, you know what? Uh, write down all of this material that you need, and then I will give it to uh, my brother Lumar. Lumar will buy this material. I will give you three days. We will put you in that room in the back of our shack, and over there we will lock the door with you, and a weaving, whatever thing it is, is called, and with the material. 
And if you can make this tapestry like you say, and my brother Lumar will take it to town in the midst of the Constantinople market, and he could sell it for the 600 dinners like you say, then, then, maybe we'll let you live. But if it cannot be done, you know what's going to happen to you. Oh, I understand what you're saying. <coughs> now, why are you laughing and coughing? <laughs> because I know I have such confidence in myself that I know that I can make the best tapestry that will be worth the price. You will see. Well, we'll find out. So sure enough, he sent out to the market to buy this material. And then they put him in this room. And he set out with the weaver. It wasn't an electric weaver that went... Nope. In those days, they had a weaver that you used with your hands. And maybe they had like a foot pedal, but it was all by hand. You know, so we hear... And after about two days, working straight through the night as well, he finally had... Beautiful tapestry, but there was something that he hid inside. But why should I tell you? Oh, I'll tell. No, 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 no. We're going to let the Sultan tell. Ah, uh, I thought I would be able to get into the story. No, no, it's all right. Hmm, no, I hope they're not too smart, these guys. They do not know much about tapestry, because when I told them that I could get 600 dinner for one tapestry, they didn't think it was ridiculous. <laughs> so what I did was I hid inside the tapestry one half of the royal insignia. If somebody's a good expert, they will see it. <laughs> okay, hello, let me knock on the door. Hello, can you hear me? Hello? What is it? You have the tapestry ready? Oh, yes, I have the tapestry ready. Are you ready for the tapestry? Yes, I am ready for the tapestry. Let me see it. Hmm, ah, hmm, ah. Oh, this looks very interesting tapestry. No, this is very good, yes? Oh, yeah, it looks very good. I have no idea what it is, but it looks colorful. <laughs> it is very, very colorful. Yes, indeed. What do you say? Uh, uh, Luma, what do you say? Uh, what do I say? Uh, I don't know much about it, but I'm going to look at it. Okay, let me see. Wow! This is pretty. What is it supposed to be? <laughs> you do not understand. This is beautiful stuff. Now you listen to me. You listen to me very carefully. Because this is such an expert type of piece of work. There will be people trying to fool you. They may tell you you won't get more than 200 dinners for it. But listen to me. Don't be fooled by them. They are fools themselves. What they will try to do is bargain with you. They'll try to tell you it's worth 50 dinners or 25 dinners. I don't care how many dinners you eat. No, I'm talking about dinner, the money. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> what about it? Well, I'm telling you, tell your brother. Oh, you could tell me straight. All right. Tell him straight. Yeah, tell him straight. <laughs> okay, I will tell you straight. See, they're going to try to fool you. And then they're going to make between themselves not to buy it. 
unless they get cheap price. And then they will get this thing, you know, this tapestry, and they will sell for a very, very large price. But you, you listen to what I tell you, because I not joke with this. They are trying to fool you, because they will sell it for many, many more times, the value that they are going to pay you. But you not sell it less than 600 dinners, and you don't give up. You will find somebody who is going to want it, and that's the one that you will sell it to. Do you understand what I'm saying? I guess so. I think I understand what you are talking about. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I understand everything. Okay, here I go. And so he took the tapestry. <laughs> and he took this tapestry. And he went with this tapestry. And he went into the you know, center of the Constantinople village, you know, the, the big city of Constantinople, you know, to the main marketplace he went. And as he's there... He's looking to the right, looking to the left, and he goes, ah, there is the original the place where they sell tapestries. Okay, let me unroll it. Tapestry! Who wants to buy this tapestry? I got very good uh, tapestry. Oh, very nice tapestry. That looks very, very nice. Uh, I'll give you 50 dinners for it. Oh, no, no, don't make joke for me. This is very good stuff, you know. All right, 75. Oh, no, 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 no. I not take anything less than 600 dinners. This is very, very good stuff. It's not junk, you know. This is my, 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 I, I, I got commissioned to sell this for only 600 dinners. This is very, very expensive type of carpet. Uh, I, I mean, uh, tapestry. I mean, uh, tapestry carpet. I mean, a uh, picture. I mean, a uh, uh, needlepoint. I mean, whatever, you know what I mean, tapestry. <laughs> you don't sound like you know too much about it. <laughs> I'll give you a hundred the most. No, sorry, no sell it. And then another person passed by. As he heard him say, Tapestry for sale. Hey, come and get it, please. Line up, please. Line up. Everybody line up. Look at this beautiful work. And people passed by. They looked at this tapestry. They saw that, wow, it was so beautiful. It had beautiful colors. But none of them were sharp enough to hop, to catch on that the insignia, the royal insignia, was somewhere weaved into the pattern. Nobody hopped. So people got up and said, All right, I will give 150. <laughs> I'll give uh, up to 221 dinners, uh, 0.5. Uh, that's about it, you know? And another person said, I'll give uh, for this year, uh, tapestry. I'll give. Uh, uh, 175, because that is all it's worth. Oh, don't make joke with me. I'm telling you that this year tapestry is not for sale uh, under 600 dinner. You understand? What's the matter with you? Don't you hear me when I tell you? And of course, the commotion in the street was so loud. But it wasn't loud from bidding. It was so loud from laughter. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> Get along with this guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> it happens me like that. <laughs> he wants to sell it. <laughs> he wants to sell it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this guy is funny. And of course, everybody was laughing. And it attracted one not so well to do Jewish tapestries dealer. His name was Rachamim. And Rachamim walked by. Oh, what's What's happening over here? Rabbi Sai, what's going on over here? Can anybody tell me what's happening here? Um, uh, hello, is there anybody here? Oh, Shalom Aleichem. Achamadi, what's going on over here? <laughs> you want to know what's going on? <laughs> this guy here is coming with a tapestry to sell. <laughs> It might be worth the most, 200 That's just the most, maybe 225 <laughs> He wants 600 <laughs> You murdered it! Ooh, that's very interesting. Uh, excuse me, sir. Um, um, uh, uh, may, may, may I uh, uh, see that tapestry? Oh, <laughs> she, he doesn't think it's so bad. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, uh, here you go. Uh, let me unroll the tapestry for you. Here you go. Oh, what do you say? Um, I wonder. If he's asking for such a price, and he doesn't look like a guy who knows how to sell tapestry. He doesn't even look like a guy who knows how to weave. Uh, where did you get this, sir, may I ask? Oh, uh, where I got it? Oh, uh, I, I work for somebody who commissions me to sell it. And he tells me how much it's worth. And he told me not to let anybody fool me because everybody's going to try to uh, offer me much, much less than what it's worth. But I know because my master, he told me it's worth 600 uh, 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 dinners. And so I'm not taking a penny less. Oh, really? Huh? So if he's asking for so much, there must be a reason for this. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Let me just think about this for a second. Wait a minute. Six hundred. There must be something secret about this. Uh, 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 you don't mind if I take it over here. You can follow me, sir. I just want to look in the sunlight to, to examine this beautiful piece of work. It's really a beautiful piece of work. I'm telling you, it's so gorgeous. Hmm, let me take a look. Wow, 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 oh, yes, indeed. Very much. Oh, yes, indeed. I'll take it. Yes, yes. It just so happens I have exactly 600 dinners on me now. All right, I plan to buy a bunch of other things, but, you know, this is worth it. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Here you go, sir. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so this person, Lumar, he went back to his brother, Zumar, and he told him all that happened. <laughs> so, you're very good. How indeed you are. <laughs> Pardon me, I gotta blow my nose again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't a good thing. One second. <laughs> Don't tell me, Jew. Is that is that is that what's called a tequila by you people? Eh? <laughs> Why do you think that I'm a Jew? Did I ever say I was a Jew? I'm not Jewish. 
<laughs> the only guys that are so skillful that can make something like this to be able to be sold has to be Jewish. I am not Jewish. I'm very sorry. I am Muslim. So I don't know where you get that from. And where you pick up that tequila business? Oh, all right, sorry. You know what? You can make for us another one. Make for us many more tapestries. You're good. And so he set out to make a second tapestry. And he put the other half of the emblem. But the meantime, the smart Yid Rachamim, he took the tapestry and he went straight to the palace. And he knocked on the gates and he got the guard's attention. What is it that I can do for you? <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me, but it's an emergency. I have to see the Sultana. Why do you want to see the Sultana? Don't you want to see the Sultan? <laughs> I know that the Sultan is not here today. I must see the Sultana. Hmm. Nobody said anything about the Sultan being gone. How do you know this? <laughs> Never mind how I know this. Listen, if you want your head on your shoulders, you better let me see the Sultana. All of a sudden, the Grand Vizier came out. What seems to be the problem here? What is going on over here? <laughs> it's an emergency. I need to see you and the Sultana right now. Let's do it with this tapestry. Trust me. Hmm. All right, this way, please. And so the Grand Vizier escorted him right in. And the Sultana said, What is going on over here? And, of course... Rachman rolled out the tapestry. So, what do you think? What am I supposed to think? It's a beautiful tapestry. What does this have to do with its emergency for you to see us over here? What is going on here? Please tell me. And all of a sudden, the sultana said, Wait a second. Wait a second. That's my husband's work. I'd recognize it anywhere. And I would advise you, sir, study it some more. All right, I will study it some more. Let me see now. Oh, if you hold it at this angle in the light, this color... Wow! Half of the royal insignia is here. Oh, my, my, my. Wow. So the sultan has been captured. That's why he didn't return. But I guess whoever captured him doesn't know. Listen, we'll give you whatever money you need to buy the next piece because he's obviously sending hints where he is and what's happened to him. Oh, please, sir. <laughs> I'm not doing this for any reward. I'm doing this for I'm loyal to the sultan. Listen, you don't have to pay me anything. But listen, the guy comes to sell me the next tapestry and I'm going to buy it because it has the insignia of the other half. I want you to send people to follow where they go or where he goes. <laughs> it's a very good idea. I like what you're saying. Very good. And so, sure enough, the next day, or actually a few days later, because it took a while to make the next tapestry, he bought it. And he looked at it. And he showed, see? Look. Take a look. Don't you see it? Take a closer look. Oh, yes, indeed. All right, my men are following him now. We're going to find where the sultan is kept. And sure enough, his men followed, and they made a map to go straight to Zuma, Kuma, and Lumar. And then the next morning, they came with soldiers. They surrounded the whole shack, and then they waited for Zumar to come out. Now, Zumar was not just Zumar. He was 
also very strong. And all the brothers were strong. And they were pretty big for Turkish Muslims. And they came out. Oh, what a wonderful morning. Uh, can't wait for him to have the next tapestry. He's making us money. We don't have to rob people anymore. It is so great. Yes, I do agree with you. It is a fantastic idea. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and when all three stepped outside and they felt that the sultan was not being watched with by, by any of these brothers, all of a sudden, the soldiers jumped out and said, Freeze! And they caught all of them. And they locked them up in prison for the rest of their lives. And according to some versions of this story that uh, this person, uh, Tover, says, is that um, they were executed because they were murderers, not just robbers. But in the meantime, when the sultan was freed, he spoke to Rachamim. Uh, so I owe you my entire life to you. It is fantastic. Uh, what would you like for a reward? <laughs> Me? Reward? Absolutely nothing. I did not do this. Chas v'shalom. No, no, no. I was just a shliach of Hashem. That's all. Hashem put me in the right place at the right time. And, I, and I, you know, I'm Boch Hashem. My, 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 my skill is I'm a tapestrist. You know, whatever they call them. You know, I make tapestry myself, you know. And I sell and I deal with it. And I just saw that there was something. Uh, you know, you know, you know, you know the whole story. Yes, I do. I don't know the story very much, but you must have a reward of some sort. So I'll tell you what I will do. You don't want to take anything. Uh, can I make you change your mind? I can give you lots of gold and silver. You could be rich for the rest of your life. No, 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 no. Chas v'shalom. Chas v'shalom. I did not do it for I did, I did it because that's the right thing to do. Okay? That's it. And that's it. Finished, finished. I, I don't need anything. All right. Tell you what. Scribe, come here. Yes, sir. What is it, sir? What do you want from me, sir? I want you to go over and write an official letter that whoever is from his family, from Rahimim's family, whether it's Rahimim, his children, his grandchildren, they will always have the right to come in to speak at any time of the day or night to uh, the royal sultan. Okay? Very good. Write it out. And I will seal it with the royal seal. Okay, good. It is sealed. <laughs> Here, at least this you could take. All right, I mean, it's just a piece of paper, Baruch Hashem, but it's not money. Okay, fine, no problem. And sure enough, he took this piece of paper. And he kept it in his house for a long time. And eventually, the sultan died. And the sultan's son took over. And he had a new advisor. And the new advisor's name was Adalasa. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I'm just taking the na name that... Uh, <clears throat> this uh, wonderful uh, <clears throat> Tover R sent me from Lakewood. So Adalasa. So anyways, Adalasa was not very friendly to Jewish people. I knew it. I knew it. Somebody down the line. There had to be somebody friendly, not just the robbers. Yes, that's correct. Now is the time. So let me tell you what happened. Okay, go ahead. Tell me. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, just relax, relax, relax. Anyways, what happened was is... It was a few days before Pesach, and the sultan said, Well, you know, I would like to do what my father did, but I am not going to go in disguise like he used to do. I would like to ride through the town and see my people. Come, let us go. And so, sure enough, this person, Adalasa, went with him 
and they came across a, you know, a group of Jewish people. Oh, it's very interesting. Or who are those people over there? Oh, those people over there. Those are Jewish people. <laughs> but don't worry about them. They're nothing special in your kingdom. As a matter of fact, at this time of the year, you should be careful. What are you talking about? I am the Sultan. What do I have to be careful about? Oh, uh, uh, you mean you don't know? Oh, right, you didn't go outside yet. <laughs> it's like one of your first times that you are going outside. So let me tell you, the Jews have a very interesting holiday coming up. It's called Passover. It's coming very, very soon. And let me tell you what they do on Passover. They go over and they take uh, a blood and they mix it into their uh, matzo dough. And they, when they flour in the water, the matzo dough, you know, and they put it in the wine. And this is part of their uh, Passover ritual. I don't believe you. It's not possible. Why would they do a thing like that? Hey, excuse me, you over there, may I talk to you? Yeah, Sholem Aleichem. Oh, the Sultan. What's that say, Mitai? How are you? How are you? How are you? Is everything all right, Mr. Sultan? I mean, uh, your honor, your humbleness. I mean, I mean, I, I, it's not every day that I see you. I mean, I mean, I remember hearing stories about your father going in disguise, but your mommy's come out in the flesh and the blood. Sholem Aleichem, Sholem Right, enough of the formalities. Tell me, what holiday is coming up? <laughs> Pesach. Pesach is coming up. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, actually, it's supposed to be pronounced Pesach, but everybody makes a mistake. So in case you don't know, it's called Pesach, okay? And, and if you make the mistake, it's called Pesach. And if you speak Hasid, it's called Pesach. You know what I mean? All right. Anyway, what can I do for you? <laughs> you are a very funny Jew. Tell me, how do you make your matzah? <laughs> it's only uh, flour. And, and, and Mayim Shalano. Oh, Mayim Shalano? What is that? Uh, Mayim Shalano is, is, is like uh, water that's kept overnight. <laughs> Anyways, uh, gotta go now. <laughs> gotta go bake matzahs. See you. What about your wine? Oh, our wine is made from grapes like everybody else does. Zankasun, mm. Zankasun. See? I told you. This is ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous? Why do you think it's ridiculous? I am telling you, it is not ridiculous. Do you think... That if they take blood and mix it with their flour, they're going to tell you? Uh, but why wouldn't they tell me the ingredients if they use blood? I mean, if they take a, a cow's blood and mix it in, what is the big difference? <laughs> because that's not what they use. They go over and they kill a Muslim child, don't you understand? And they take that Muslim child's blood and they mix it with their flour. And that's why they're not going to tell you. This is terrible. If this is true... We got to stop this. How are we going to do this? <laughs> you give me the power, and I will make a decree. And you know what we'll do? We'll catch them in the act. Yes. <laughs> on their Passover holiday, on their first day, we'll go right into their synagogues and capture and take a sample of the matzah that has blood that I will plant. I mean, uh, that, that has blood in it, and we'll crack it open, and you'll see. <laughs> uh -huh, I'm telling you. Well, how do they get this Muslim child? What do they do? They make a cut on his finger and say, please donate some blood for us? Uh, no, they do not do something like that. What they do is they kill him. Oh, 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 no, you better get working on this decree. And so it was now three days before Pesach. And David, the son of Rachamim, his father was Nifter a long time ago also. And now David, his son, was sleeping at night. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
God, I can't wait for Peter. I mean, Pesach. I mean, Peter. Pesach, Pesach. I am dreaming about Pesach. And all of a sudden, instead of dreaming about Pesach, suddenly something happened. What's going on here? Uh, hello? Who is that? It is me, your father. You must take the letter from my bottom drawer and you must bring it and tell that the advisor, Adalasa, is a phone malone. Tell him that the sultan should hold Adalasa and send soldiers to his bedroom, and they will see that he himself is not a true Muslim, but instead he follows different religions altogether. Uh, uh, oh, it was a crazy dream. The first night he had a dream, the second night he had a dream, and the third night he realized this is not a simple dream. So he ran quickly, and he went over and he used that letter. And when the sultan saw the letter, he said, well, what should I do? <laughs> You have to do something. You must do something. Quickly! Okay, don't, don't speak so loud. I got an idea. You go hide in the closet. What am I going to do in the closet? You got to do something. Shh! Whisper. You got to do something. All right, I got to do something. What am I going to do? Just go, 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 go. And so he went in the closet. And Adalasa came in. Yes, sir. You summoned me? Is there something that I can do for you? And the sultan turned around to him and says, Yes, you could wait right here and not go anywhere. <laughs> what are you talking about? You'll hear soon enough. Just don't go anywhere. Uh, what are you talking about? I have things to do for the government. I have things to do for your royal uh, highness. Uh, right now, the only thing you're going to do for the royal highness is to sit right there where you are. And he sends soldiers to search his house. And sure enough, on top of his bed, Instead of having the emblems of the Muslims, instead he had an emblem of a Salem. And he had other avoidizara from other religions, but nothing, nothing from the Muslim religion. So he realized that this here advisor was not even a loyal Muslim himself, not even in the least bit. So what happened was is he had him arrested for making a false libel against the Jewish people. And the Jewish people were saved, all because of an act of chesed, the shame Shemayim, many years ago. Wow, Rabbi Yerbs, that was an amazing story. Considering the fact that you came late, wow, I don't even know if there's any time for any uh, phone calls. Is there any time for phone calls? Uh, maybe one or two? Uh, okay, we'll see. Okay, uh, uh, let's have it. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Chaim Mokor. Chaim Wickler, okay, you're a frequent call a lot lately, Baruch Hashem. Okay, so what lesson you learned in tonight's story? That you shouldn't try to kill people for no reason, for no, for no, and that you shouldn't, like, be, that, like, kidnap people. Right. Yeah, and that you shouldn't, and that you should be good to the Jews. Very good. Excellent. Yeah. By the way, I liked your CD that came with the Bino before Pesach. Oh, good. Baruch Hashem. Can I ask you a question? A fast question, yes. How did you manage to keep quiet except for by your part the whole CD? How did I keep quiet at what? I'm talking to Yassi. Oh, Yassi, uh, there's a question for you. Well, well, what's the question? What, what do you want to know? 
haven't you managed to keep quiet the whole CD except for by your part? Oh, because Rabbi Herbs kept me locked up in a room. <laughs> so how did he do your part? Uh, because then when was my part, then he let me out of the room. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks for calling. I hope he answered you good. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, next caller, please. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? You're Hello? On... Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Avi Galinsky. Okay, and what are you learning tonight's story? I learned that there being that he didn't ask for a cash award and rather let uh, all his children and grandchildren to be able to talk to the Sultan end up saving the whole entire community and everyone there. That's correct. To do a mitzvah, you got to do it more, and you can do much more. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, last phone call. Okay, last phone call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Mordecai Simon. Mordecai Simon. Oh, you're also a frequent caller. Very good. Okay, what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Um, that you should never murder someone or rob someone um, or anyone and, 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 um, and you should never do anything about, uh, against anyone or, or anything. Very good. That's in there, can too. Can I speak to Yassi? Yeah, sure. Yassi, somebody wants to talk to you. Hello. What can I do for you? Um, I just wanted to say hi. Hi. Glad to meet you. One day maybe we'll see each other. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Do we have any more time for any more phone calls? No, that's it. Okay. So until next week, we'll see you all, Bezra Hashem, next week. And keep listening to us because things will only get better. Bye bye. Bye bye.